You're listening to Dig in the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. And welcome to the show. I'm Russ up in Lancashire and Jake should be on the line down in Derbyshire. Hi there, Jake. I'm here loud and clear, bro. Excellent. Good, good to hear. It's been a little while, isn't it, Jake? Yeah, it's good to catch up. Yes, yeah, we've had uh, one or two little technical problems and uh, uh, the show might be a little bit shorter than than normal, but we're back to it, that's the main thing. And we're on this show going to be talking about what we've been up to. We're going to be talking melons and figs, what a combination, and we're going to be talking about squashes, tomatoes and beans, all based on a couple of listeners' questions that were sent in a little while ago. So... Uh, Jake, this year, what have been your kind of uh, successes and, and failures on the allotment there? My butternut squash are looking absolutely fantastic. Tomatoes are doing particularly well and cucumbers in the greenhouse. Yeah, and they're still coming, aren't they, actually? Absolutely, well, it, yeah, they are, yeah. It's incredible, yeah, yeah. Uh, my beef tomatoes are a bit late, but they, they are coming on really well. You know, I've never grown beef tomatoes. My uh, neighbour on the allotment has got some cracking ones there. You know, perhaps that's something to try uh, uh, for next year, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Excellent. And then vice versa, um, my runner beans have been awful this year. I just don't think the bees were out at the time. Could be the weather. If I remember right, they, and, and I think mine were hit, by a, uh, a very late frost were, you, were yours yes. as well and uh, i remember that's right i went down to the allotment w- one morning uncovered everything went back just after me uh um uh, work you know uh five yeah. or six o'clock in the evening and uh the runner beans of course they were just you know a couple of inches high then were black uh yeah. potatoes uh-huh. uh just coming through they were black and then the courgettes uh, uh, as well so they they kind of all came back but the runner beans were very very late but they're um yeah. they're doing okay actually i've got to say but only just what in the last two weeks or so they really um you know started to um uh, to produce the beans on there you know so uh yeah yeah it's de- definitely uh. the latest frosts i've ever known it was, wasn't it? It was like, uh, I mean, it was after mid-May, wasn't it? I think. I can't remember now. Yeah. Or something like that. But uh, yeah. no. Getting towards the end of May, yeah. I won't be doing that. No, not not, not <laughs> again. No, really knocked everything. It's like gardening in Aberdeenshire. It was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you watch Beach Grow. We should be, uh, we should uh, take a leaf out of their book, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so was that the, the, the first time you've had a, a, a bit of a disaster with the runner beans then? Yeah, usually we've got so many we can't fit them in the freezer. <laughs> yes, yeah. So what else? Um, what else worked well and what else didn't? Um, the um, Loganburys have done absolutely fantastic. We've been been cropping them uh, for a while now. They're, they're absolute beauties. They're thornless, so they're so easy to pick. And they're bigger than normal raspberries. I, That's right. I'm definitely going to keep growing them. Oh, terrific. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Now, yeah, my, well, this isn't anything unusual, is it? Spinach bolted, of course, quite uh-huh. early on. So that was the end of that. Uh, and my onions that, that uh, I was desperate to uh, put in, they were very, quite a few decent size, but they were pretty small, yeah. you right. know, really. And, uh-huh. um, but the weather was just all, we had that really hot spell, didn't we? April and May. Yeah, and... that's when my overwintering onions bolted. So thankfully, uh... me spring planted ones are okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and of course, June, July up up here anyway was yeah. was pretty pretty wet, pretty wet, and a bit cold on occasions. And uh, but it's picked up a little bit, but a, but yeah. a, bit, a bit late in the season, really. There. Yeah, hopefully the carrots will catch up because they're not very big at the moment due to having too much rain. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't grow those on the um, well in the ground on the allotment. I have to grow my carrots right. in um, in tubs, and uh-huh. uh, which they do fine, you know. But yeah. What it is, I don't know, but they just don't don't perform very well in on, in, in right. the allotment beds. You know, it, it, itself really there, but uh, yeah. So there we go, and, and another year, some successes, some some failures, really. But all the, the all our fruits have done well. Great strawberries, loads of apples yeah. coming, and pears there. But um, plums, nothing or very little on the uh, the plum tree that I've yeah, got. Yeah, I think I had six. Yeah, I had a similar number, really. I mean, <laughs> embarrassingly poor, <laughs> you know. And, and last year, it was amazing. You know, I, just, yeah. I just don't know. I'll just put it down to the weather, I guess, Mind really. you, plum trees do tend to kind of have a year off every couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> and Sharon has discovered homemade pesto. Ooh, what, what do you think about good. that? So I've got another 20-odd um, basil plants on the go at the moment. So, Brilliant. So she can make some more batches of that. And I tell you what, it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Oh, I love pesto. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, so we're looking some more of that. Now, Now we said we'd talk about melons. Oh, Jake. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, now I wouldn't normally have grown melons. I know you have done in the past or quite regularly, don't you, sort of grow? Yeah, I generally do. It's the first year I've not for a while, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, my neighbour on, on the allotment, my new neighbour, um, said to me, do you want uh, a couple of three uh, melon plants? And I thought, well, uh-huh. let's give them a go, you know. And uh, just small plants and uh, an off I go, and um, and they're doing really well. I've got uh, seven, um, you know, reasonable size yeah. over three over the three plants. Um, uh-huh. But I'm a bit embarrassed, uh, Jake, because um, Ian, who gave me the melons, yeah, uh, I was talking to him the other day, and he didn't pollinate his at all. I don't know whether he keeps his greenhouse, you know, shut or whatever. Yeah, but he uh-huh. didn't he didn't hand pollinate them, um, so nothing developed. At all, so and he walks past my greenhouse with the plants he gave to me, oh, and, no. and, and he's oh. he must be cursing every time he oh, goes God. goes by. So um, I, I I've got to give him some when they're uh, when they're yeah. ready, really. But so I, did you do manual I, uh, pollination yourself? I did. Well, because I never grown them before, you see. Yeah. Uh, although I gre- I leave my greenhouse open, and uh, yeah, and the tomatoes always, you know. Uh, do well and, and cucumbers and everything else yeah. but I thought uh, everything I read kind of pointed to uh, make make sure they get pollinated yeah. so um, so yeah I was picking off the male plants with a very very thin stem picking out the flowers with the little bulbous end to them and uh, uh-huh. and doing a bit of pollinating there and it's it, excellent it, whether it was that or whether it happened naturally I don't I don't know but uh, it must have been that I, I, I think it could be that the bees weren't out when the when it's been raining and things so he's uh, just not got his pollinated yeah I think that's probably uh, probably the case really and uh, but my question to you Jake because I've never grown them before is how do you know how do you know when they're ready uh, well you have to smell your melons. If you <laughs> if they smell like melons, then your melons are ready. <laughs> really, and that's that's all you kind of go on. Yeah, you yeah. Know. As soon as you get that fragrance, you know that they're ready inside. Ah, right. Okay. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be sniffing around me melons, Jake. Probably <laughs> straight after this. I'll be up d- there. Just just like pears, uh, yeah. if you don't if you don't pick them really quickly, they go over. Ah, right. Okay. So check them regularly. Yeah. I'm 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 sort of what I know. It's a Bit of a weird year in lots of respects this year, but but time scale. When have yours in the past been typically uh, 
typically ready. They, they, they should be ready by now, really, mm. but it's been a bit of a strange year with the rainfall. Yes. You might not have had the sunshine on. Yes, I mean, that that's it. It hasn't been, you know, sort of July and August hasn't been that, that brilliant up here, I've got to say, yeah. and incredibly wet. And we're just getting into the cold nights yeah. now, you know, so uh-huh. um, so it should be any time soon then, really, I guess. So I better yeah. keep, uh, better keep uh, a close eye on them. I yeah, think try and that... keep them warm. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Now we've got some uh, we've got some questions. Um, oh, yeah. As we said at the top of the show, there. So uh, the first was from. Now these are going back a fair way, actually. Now, so uh, and uh, and Mike from Nafferton in East Yorkshire. Yeah. He sent uh, a lovely uh, email in uh, to us and uh-huh. uh, with three questions here. And Mike says, "I've been listening to your podcast for a bit now." Uh, well done. Very good work. So thanks for that, Mike. Uh, I yeah, now have an allotment you. after working on the local parish council for several years. So he's uh, coming to the end of his first season, I, I guess, now. And he said, I've got uh, some questions for you. So the first one here. Now, bearing in mind, that this was kind of, uh, I think this was about May time, end of May, something like that. Yeah. Um, he says, Mike says, uh, I planted out butternut squash plants maybe two or three weeks ago. Uh, they're looking rather stunted. Um, leaf edges are a bit crinkly. Uh, I think they've been damaged by a mix of the wind and the dry spell we had. So we'll be talking here about April and May, uh, won't yeah. we now? Uh, will they just come back on their own or, or is there anything I can do to help them recover? And uh, I know we got back, didn't we, by email at, at the time. Yeah. And uh, and I think we both came to the conclusion it was probably uh, the weather, wasn't it, really, oh, doing that? yeah. And um, it was just... Uh, just all over the place, wasn't it, really? Hot yeah. in the day, still cold at night uh, mm-hmm. there. But I thought it might have been a virus. I, I kind of read up that uh, there's, a, there's a virus that could affect them. So it, if it, it could be. Maybe it could be a mosaic virus, possibly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but again, Mike uh, came back uh, not that yeah. long ago, just a couple of weeks ago, just to give us a, a little update. And um, what does he say here? He says, I'm pleased to say... Um, Everything's coming along okay now. The squashes are growing. A bit small, Fantastic. but come on well, um, uh-huh. you know, since he first spoke. So uh, so that's good. And uh, yeah. so Mike had a, a, a second question on tomatoes. So he says, uh, number two, tomatoes. Similarly, some have gone a bit purple. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and he goes on to say, that um, I note in your interview with that guy, so that was Dave, if you remember, at uh, yes, the yeah. Pimbo Garden Centre. Uh-huh. Uh, they can do that when they get too cold. Uh, he says, yeah. these were planted outdoors, but are purple in the stem. Um, so there you go. And I think Dave, if you remember, we talked about Dave about uh, lockdown, and he had all yeah. that stock there, and he, he left them out, didn't he, to slow the growth down, yeah. hopefully yeah. To, to, uh, to be ready for when... He, he was going to open again. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Dave said, didn't he, they, they went totally purple. They were right on the edge, weren't they? Of, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Of, uh, of dying off. So it all indicates the same thing, doesn't it? All that bad yeah. weather. The, the only other possible thing is it could be a, a lack of phosphorus. So if you put some Epsom salts on, the magnesium right. helps the plant soak up the phosphorus from the food. Ah, right. Okay. So that's one for 
perhaps if it happens next year with a change in the weather and, and whatever. Now, the third question was, um, uh, Mike said, I have some runner beans going in with the tomatoes and the butternut squash and courgette plants all in the same bed, uh, but only maybe five poles with five tomatoes, five runner beans. Will they be all right with the beans and tomatoes growing up the same pole. My thoughts were that there'd be a bit too much competition there. I don't know what you thought right. about that. It reminded me a bit of the um, three sisters planting that uh, Native Americans do, where they, they grow a squash, bean and a corn together. I suppose oh, nice, if yeah. you do that, you've got to make sure that there's plenty of food and plenty of water yes. for them. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there's just not enough there, isn't it? And they won't develop. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. so what did Mike say about that in his little update? Um, he said tomatoes have come along well. Runner beans uh, are up the poles and flowering. So remember, this was a, a couple of weeks back. So, That's fantastic. Um, or a couple of months back, probably now. And um, so it sounds like he, he probably got a decent, uh, a decent crop out of all that lot after all. Definitely, because there are quite a few things that you can plant together, isn't there? Like with tomatoes, they recommend basil, cucumber, garlic, yeah, carrots, I, marigolds, nasturtiums. There's all sorts. Yeah, I, I put basil in um, once or twice, you know, and they, they, they do well. And, of course, your nasturtiums yeah. are just, uh, you know, uh, take the pest away, aren't they, really, in, in some cases. And so that's good. So thanks, Mike, for the, um, for the email there. And then we had a, another question from... Uh, Mark and Mark lives near uh, near to Leeds. Um, I think a little village not far from Leeds. And oh, God's uh, County! It is, and you know what? Leeds United was my old team. Oh Jake. right. Uh, I don't know why. You know, coming from um, from Shropshire when I was a kid, but um, first yeah. of all, uh, I uh, was into Burnley Football right. Club uh-huh. uh, when I was a nipper, and then um, and then Leeds. That was my team. Right. Uh, I'm from Sheffield, I won't say anything. <laughs> Le- oh, God, is that, a, is that a rivalry, is it, between the two? <laughs> it's like Liverpool and Manchester. Oh, is it? Oh, God. Now, I didn't know that, you see. Ah, but right. even though, I'm a, I, I, actually, I'm a Celtic fan, so it doesn't make any difference to Are me. Are you really? <laughs> so there you go. Well, actually, I think, uh, of course, when I supported them, it was the, the late 70s, you yeah. see, Jake. When they were and, a fantastic uh, team. They were, and uh, Billy Bremner. Yeah. Uh, I think he was a Scot, actually, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Billy Bremner, Eddie Gray, they were my blinking idols up there. Brilliant. And yeah. back in the Premier League now. Superb. After, after yeah. six, you probably don't want to hear that, Jake, do you? <laughs> there you have it. Anyway, we're digressing. It's a garden show, isn't it? <laughs> um, so Mark says, hello, Russell and Jake. I've got a fig tree in the corner of my garden that hasn't mm-hmm. done very well since I planted it, but this last year... It's come on really well, and it's starting to bear fruit. Uh, just wondering, really, how to care for it and manage it. Uh, it seems to be spreading out at a great rate of knots. It must be the West Yorkshire air. Well, Absolutely. Could be, <laughs> couldn't it? There's got to be something in that. So uh, have you ever grown fig? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a fig tree for quite a while, and I'm growing more from cuttings as well. Are you really? Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, really, you can plant them any time. Yeah, so what do you think that is? It hasn't done well for just establishing? That's what I put it down to, really. Yeah, it can take three or four years before you get through. Yeah, yeah, just like, well, like a plum tree or whatever, isn't it, really? absolutely. They just take time to get the roots down so they can build up the strength. Yeah, excellent. And, and of course, that was, you know, again, uh, a couple of months back now. And uh, and I spoke to... uh, 
to mark, and it and it's uh-huh. bearing fruit, and it and it's doing really really well. But there's something about the the fruit, isn't it? If if you've got fruit yeah. on it, like coming into September where we are now, and it looks like it's not going to ripen, are you best taking that off and just leaving the the tiny little fruitlets on yeah, there? Yeah, anything bigger than a pea, take it off. Really? Yes, because it's because it'll end up just rotting. It's not going to do anything, is it now? Yeah. And and then the very small uh, fruitlets, if that's the right uh, terminology, leave them on, and hopefully they'll develop uh, from the springtime next year. Is that about right? Absolutely, that's spot on. Ah, and yeah. he needs to remember to kind of uh, remove any suckers that come out, and yes. obviously he's got it in a sunny, sheltered position. Must have. Um, yeah, I think it's against that, the wall. I think he said so. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So if it's if it's not that sheltered, make sure you put it inside a greenhouse if it's in a pot. Yes. Or make sure you plant it in a really sheltered area. Yeah. Or cover it with fleece. I get to to, to, yes. to give it a bit Good of uh, protection. Something yes. like that. Yeah, terrific. Well, there you go, uh, Mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your um, uh, your email as well. Yeah, and, thank you, Mark. Uh, and I hope all your figs are, are large ones for next year again. There Absolutely, just like Russ's melons. So there you go. Yes, there we go. Never lift that down, will I? <laughs> Never lift that down. Um, so there are our questions, uh, and keep them coming in. Uh, we'll give you the um, the email and, and Jake's Facebook page a bit uh, a bit later on. And uh, and a bit of sad news, really. The RHS they've they've cancelled next year's Cardiff show and uh, and the Chatsworth show. And um, and I know you were looking forward to going to that as well, weren't you, Jake? Absolutely, this year, yeah, I think. yeah. So, it's uh, a real shame. It is, isn't it, really? But um, yeah, it's been a tough a tough decision, I think, for them. But uh, I, I read, um, I think last month or somewhere, they have estimated losses of up to £18 million this year, the RHS. So uh, they just can't afford to run all their proposed shows next year. So they've had to um, uh, cut those... Those two and concentrate on on other ones. Sadly, but uh, but at least there'll be some to um, to go to. And there's um, there's plenty of virtual garden shows out there, isn't there? uh, I've I've, I've not seen that. Have you have you seen some, Russ? Yeah, yeah. Uh, The the well, our our local show, the Chorley show. Yeah, that was done virtually. Oh, fantastic! Uh, and it was very good, you know. Yeah, and uh, just little snippets of videos and you know the yeah. people that would have exhibited there and and things like that. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, if you if you search, you know, just generally virtual garden shows, uh, all sorts come up, you know. But you can definitely Brilliant. see the our, our local one, the Chorley, uh, yeah. Chorley Garden Show there. And um, yeah, it's better than better than nothing, you, you know. Yeah. But uh, give them a bit of support. Yeah, and everything else. But we still Plus got the TV. I believe they've got yeah. a couple in September, haven't they? Is it the Hampton and the Malvern? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they're still uh, still going ahead. Yeah, but I mean, you fingers just, crossed for that. It is. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that all these local um, local lockdowns, isn't it, and things yeah. like that. I mean, we've been hit. We I come under Greater Manchester here, yeah. so we've literally just this last week uh, come out of a um, of a, a sort of local kind of. Uh, enhanced lockdown in in the area yeah. you know no visitors to, to to your home or your garden or anything like that you know yeah. so uh, i suppose it's just looking out and um looking at the websites and uh and just yeah. making sure before you go anywhere you know that these things are on um, yeah really but hopefully you know got to think positive and there'll be uh, a lot more to to uh 
to look at and see a bit later in the year. But we've still got the television, we've still got the yeah. radio, and uh, so Garner's World still on, of yeah. course. And of course, Adam Frost has done a few of the programs. I enjoy it when he's presenting, you know, he's a great character, oh, isn't he? He's fantastic. I think eventually he'll, he'll be the successor to Monty when Monty decides to retire. Uh, I, I love his garden and I love his style. It's, it's just very relaxed, isn't it? And uh, yeah. the style it has got. I love that. And, uh, and Beach Grove, of course, still um, uh, socially distancing up there, all their, their private yeah. gardens, and they're, they, they're good to see too. Something I really like about Beach Grove is they have sections for people with really small gardens or people with no gardens. They'll do it, lots of indoor plants and things. Yeah, and, and i tell you what's come out of all this is um, given an opportunity to people to, to, to do their own videos and send them in and, you know, just, or, so. just ordinary people, isn't it, really? And there's some amazing... Yeah. Amazing gardens, isn't there? They that, that some people have created and allotments and and whatever. Definitely. So uh, so that's been good. You know, a good yeah. a good kind of mix, isn't it? I think you had a couple of um, uh, new shows on on the TV as well. Yeah, um, there's the new Love Your Garden series where yes. they, each yeah. week they're looking at a different style of gardening. They did my favourite this week, which is English country gardens, yes. cottage gardens. Yeah, I absolutely love that. blew me away. Yes, it's it's a great. Uh, a great look, isn't it, that, really? And, yeah. And even in a modern kind of house, you, you can still have that effect, can't you? You know? It, exactly, it, yeah. It, it's, it's not confined to your, you know, your country cottage, is it? You, no. You know? And, uh, yeah, that's a great, a great look. And there's um, a new program I've just discovered. I haven't, uh, I've just kind of dipped in and out. They're all there to, uh, uh, to watch at a, a later date. But uh, gardening together with... Um, Dermot Gavin. Yeah, uh, I've seen that a few times. That's excellent. Have you? Yes, I've got, um, I don't know, about three episodes um, yeah. there to, to watch. But, of course, you can get it on the iPlayer. Absolutely. Jake, as, I've got chairs in it. <laughs> as we know, we can get that. Yes, yeah. And was there anything else as well on, on the TV we can dip it up? Yeah. In? Do, you, do you know the uh, Jimmy's Farm guy who works with... Um, yes, the, I know the, um, you. Jamie, the chef, sometimes. Yes. He, yes. He's just started the, the new show about trying to save the bees, so getting people to plant flowers, wildflowers, and, oh, and even normal garden flowers just to get, get the bee population up. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's definitely needed, isn't it? Uh, definitely. For sure, yeah, absolutely. Plenty to look at there. So, Gardner's World, of course, the Friday nights. We've got Beach Grove, that's on BBC Scotland Thursday, and it's repeated on Sunday, I think, isn't it, Jake? Uh, yeah, Sunday morning, there. yeah. Uh, we've got Gardening Together. I think that might have finished now with Dermot Gavin, but uh, the iPlayer is where you want to go for that. And, and of course, Gardener's Question Time. We can't, uh, we can't not course. mention Gardener's Question Time. So um, Fridays at three in the afternoon, um, uh -huh. you can catch that. And I think it's repeated again on Sundays at, at two o'clock. Um, and, of course, you can yeah. get them all on the, uh, the BBC Sounds app as well yeah. to catch up with them. There, so uh, no excuse. Plenty of plenty of ideas, um, really, that you get from these shows, don't you? Definitely, yeah. It's Sorry. inspirational. They are, yeah. So, what's your your plans for this next month, then, uh, Jake? Right, I'm going to be doing some successional sowing. Obviously, um, I'm going to do some more lettuce, possibly inside the greenhouse. Yeah, uh, there's still, yeah. still just time to do maybe a 
crop of carrots, radish, like dwarf carrots, that is, maybe some dwarf beans yes. if we get some sun. Yeah. And potatoes for Christmas, it's the perfect time to be planting ah, them. Yes, you do, don't you? Yes, yeah. So will you grow these in your, your polytunnels or will these be outside? I've got greenhouses now. I, I learnt my lesson ah, with polytunnels after they all flew away. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've got several greenhouses, haven't you now? So, uh, mm. oh, that's fine. So will you, you'll, you'll grow your, um, certainly your um, your salads in, in there. Yeah. It's getting a bit too bit too cold, isn't it? And, uh, n- yeah. and now for them outside. Great. So that will keep you uh, keep you busy, Jake, for this next month. Certainly will. What, what are you up to? Well, you know, I'm, well, I'm I'm back um, traveling with work. So my yes. uh, three hours a day I was saving during lockdown has gone. No. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. And with the nights yeah. gradually drawing in, by the time I get back, there's no time. So I'm restricted to weekends uh, pretty much now on, on yeah. the allotment to get anything seriously done. So I'm, I'm just pretty much tidying up, really, mm-hmm. at, at the moment, uh, Jake. Yeah. And uh, But I'm going to try some uh, salads in my greenhouse there just to keep, just see if I can Excellent. just get one, one extra crop out, really. Yeah. And um, so that, that might just be me for the... Um, uh, for this year, it's just a lot, a lot of tidying up. I've, I've, I've got, yeah. a, and uh, I'm a planner, you know that. So I'll be thinking yeah. about next year what, what I can do, uh, change a few things around a little bit. So you're growing anything over the winter, Russ? You know, I I don't. I I've, I have leeks in. Um, yeah. I have sprouts in. Uh, yeah. Cabbages, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's things uh-huh. you know ticket over there. But I've never tried um, uh, potatoes. You know, winter potatoes, Christmas potatoes, mm-hmm. anything like that. But uh, but it, it's just kind of um, it's just time for me, really. You know. Yes. That, that, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's it, really. So uh, uh, I did enjoy it when I had all that extra. You know, working from home and stuff like that. It was, yeah, it was uh, a luxury, wasn't it? It was uh, amazing, r- really. But um, so, I, I, hopefully, I won't have that again until uh, until I retire, which is going to be yeah. a, a little way off yet. I've got to say. So, absolutely. So there you go. There you go. So it's going to keep us busy. Yeah, Jake, definitely. It's the not next... going to be long now until I, I start getting gar- uh, onions and garlic in for overwintering and yeah. sowing broad beans absolutely right yes yeah and of course uh i've got a load of uh, tulips as well uh, ah excellent to go in in the in the next month or so yeah as well um i was due to go to uh kuchenhof you know the big tulip festival ah yes yeah back in april and uh, oh. and of course that that was the, our first uh, trip that was cancelled yeah of course so i thought well I'll, I'll do my own kuchenhof in my front garden for next year so uh I've gone and bought hundreds and hundreds Brilliant. of tulips. <laughs> so I've got to redesign the front and, and put all those in. So absolutely yeah, love that, that will keep me busy. So I think that's uh, about all the time we've got, Jake, for this uh, this month's show. Brilliant. It's been fantastic to catch up, catch up, Russ. It has. Okay, well, you look after yourself, Jake. And um, if anybody out there like Mark and uh, Mike wants to send in uh, any messages or any questions, you can email us on skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. That's skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. Or you can uh, send a message via Jake's Facebook page. 
page. And that is Jake. Gardening tips from the village idiot. That's it. Gardening tips from the village idiot. So send any message through to there. And of course, you can post up your uh, photos, what you're up to and all sorts, I believe, can't you, Exactly. Yeah, people are welcome to post their successes, their disasters. Yes. Uh, I certainly do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, we're learning all the time. We're learning all Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. And gardening has to be fun. It, you know, it is, isn't it? You know, you can just forget about everything, can't you, there, while yeah. you're... You know, whatever plot you whether you're gardening pots or you've got an allotment or yeah. just a little, you know, a little patch at the back of the house or whatever, you can just yeah. uh, just lose yourself, can't you? Very easily. And uh, we need it sometimes, just to a little little yeah. escape. Okay, Jake. Very now you look after yourself. Great to talk and to you. you. And uh, we'll be back in about a month's time. Fantastic. Speak to you soon, Russ. Okay. You take care. All the best, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake.